What's good, everybody? It's your boy Flock, and I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Unfiltered Facts, yo. This is the podcast where the only the real can relate, and this is episode number eight. And I swear to y'all, man, I did not mean for that to rhyme like that. <laughs> and I'm not doing this shit over, man. It's whatever, man. Today, at the day of me recording this, it is Tuesday, May the 14th. Um, I'm recording this before I take my ass to work because I'm working on an off day. So, yeah, man, we're going to get this in. I'm going to get out of here and all this other stuff, and I'll try to have this up by the next day, uh, by Wednesday. Hopefully, y'all listening to this on that day. If not, it's on another day and another day and another day and whatever, man. Let's just get into it, man. Different ways you all can support this podcast before we get into this. Um, they are There are different tiers you, if you want to. That is if you choose. It's not mandatory. It's not altogether necessary. But if you do, it is greatly appreciated. You can you can contribute one dollar, five dollars, ten dollars. Also, make sure you rate the show five stars on uh, Apple Podcasts because uh, if you do, that helps your boy get the show out there, man. More people can listen and more people can hear, it and then that can open different opportunities, not just for myself, but for the rest of the game Illuminati too. So. Shout out to uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podbean, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, iTunes, um, Stitcher, uh, Breaker, all those all those platforms over there, man. Y'all check that out. Um, also, I got some new uh, some new artwork for the podcast. So when you click on that, man, y'all see the little, you know, my little joint. I'm standing there with my, with my tactical gear, my Desert Eagle in one hand, my 380 in the other. You know what I'm saying? With the unfiltered fact street and all that other stuff, man. Hopefully y'all like that. No, I just wanted to do something a little different. You know what I mean? Wanted to do something a little different. That shit costs a pretty little penny too. So y'all make sure y'all support. Make sure y'all support that, man. Shout out, you know, shout out to everybody that, that's been continuously supporting and asking when is the next podcast and quoting me on different stuff. I like how people like to ask me about uh people ask me a lot about sports. So um we're gonna start it off with um I'm not doing a disclaimer, y'all. By now y'all already know this ain't for the faint of heart, this ain't for the sensitive bitches. We, we do what we do over here We talk that shit And just, if it's true It's true If it's opinion You know what I'm saying Don't get butthurt about it So let's get into the sports uh, At the time Like I said Of me recording this uh, Portland had beat Denver In uh, game 7 To advance to the Western Conference Finals uh, CJ McCollum man He went crazy Dame Did not have a really good game Yo And CJ stepped up And he picked up the pieces Cause without CJ Having that good game That great game That he did Denver would have won that game, man. And who who would want to see <laughs> the Denver Nuggets? Now, don't get me wrong. They got a good young core and all of that with Jokic and Murray and, you know what I'm saying, Gary Harris. And they only uh, when uh what's the boy name? Michael, Michael Porter Jr. When he comes back from injury and if he's healthy, they're going to be serious, man. They can be serious. Um, now, y'all, a lot of y'all may or may not know this, but and this has been for, for the past, at least the past three three, four years that Dame Lillard, Damian Lillard has been my favorite player in the NBA. It ain't just because he, he hit that game winner against, you know what I'm saying, uh, OKC, like some people hopping on the bandwagon. That's been my my favorite player for, for a while now. Uh, just the way he, he goes about his business. He plays with that poker face and you know, he, he goes in and does what he has to do for the, you know, to make make his team go. And he ain't not that quick to be demanding trades and hollering out, I, I want to be traded or this, that, and the third. Still think Carmelo should have went over there to Portland. That would have been a better fit for him, obviously, than Houston. But, you know, he, he did what he had to do. Um, uh, Western Conference Finals, the matchup will be uh, Portland versus Golden State. I think that game comes on today. Um, my prediction in this series, 
And people ask me all the time what you what you think, you know, what you think, how you think this is going to go. I'm not real big on making predictions and like how many games. I just predict who I think is going to win the series because, you know, one turn of fortunate events or unfortunate events can change the series either way. Uh, my prediction, I predict Golden State is going to win it. And if I had to pick how many games it would take, I'm going to say five. I'm just going to be honest, man. I think Portland, not many people thought Portland was going to get past OKC. I mean, I did. I knew they was going to be Oklahoma City. But but then when they got to the second round, um, you know, against Denver, a lot of people were like, man, Denver might be too much for them. I'm like, no, nah, that's going to go down to the wire. I did say that game, that series would go seven games. Because I just kept, I ain't gonna lie, I thought whatever team won the first game on the road would would uh, would win the series. Because it's not a series till you win a game on the road. And Portland proved that. So they, they beat them twice on the road. So um, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, they think they beat them twice on the road. So let's see. Let's go uh, Toronto beat Philadelphia in game seven with a Kawhi Leonard buzzer beater. In a very good game, yo. That was a very, very good game. And I know a lot of people used to always talk about, oh, Kawhi Leonard, he ain't going to be nothing when he get away from San Antonio. He a system player and all this other stuff. I'm like, come on, son. Like, come on. Y'all really believe that? Like, I, I, I used to hear people say that about Tom Brady, he a system quarterback, all that. I'm like, if the system works, I mean, every, every quarterback, every player is playing in a system don't necessarily mean that they can't play if they go somewhere else they just this better suits their talent so i don't know man that's that's just kind of weird get that man his props Kawhi leonard is you know what I'm saying to me the best two-way player in basketball so yeah because he's gonna lock you down lock you up and this is actually a but, but like even though philadelphia lost and i i said that toronto would beat them i didn't think it was gonna go seven games i thought they were gonna beat them in six but um, it's a building block for Philly. My thing is Ben Simmons, yo, he has to get better because he is being exposed as a non motherfucking factor in the playoffs, bro. He, and this is two years in a row that he's been exposed in the playoffs for being a non factor on offense. Yeah, it's cool. But you, you really want to be six ten out there just passing the ball all game. Like, and, and they're going to play off of you. So they're going to give you the shot and you too afraid to take it. Like that's, that's wild, yo. Like, I don't get that, but that dude need to, like, these these dudes, man, nowadays, they don't want to, it's like they almost too afraid to ask for help and say, hey, I want to I wanna get better. I want to be a better shooter. I want to do, you know what I'm saying? Like, playing and, and, and chumming it up with LeBron and all that shit, that ain't going to get you better, fam. Like, you got to, LeBron worked on his jump shot, and you know he ain't seen a jumper that he ain't like. You know what I'm saying? He'll take it now. Beforehand, not so much. But he got better, and that's what separates the the goods from the greats. So hopefully he takes takes up, you know what I'm saying, some something with some shooting. I don't know if this dude got this got the case of the yips or some shit. Like uh what's the boy they drafted and they traded? Whatever his name is. He was the first pick, and I don't I don't even remember his name right now. It's, he's so not non <laughs> non-memorable. He playing down down in Orlando, sitting on the bench. But um yeah, let's go. Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, the matchup is going to be Milwaukee versus Toronto. I think this will be a seven-game series. I really do. And I want to get an edge to Milwaukee. Like, I, I, reason being, I'm, I'm, I, I want to say, I want to say Toronto has the better overall team and like pieces around. But 
I, I want to see Siakam. Siakam has to play well. And Kyle Lowry, who, who is known to disappear in the playoffs, has to play exceptional. He can't just be out there, you know, saying scoring seven points and having four assists and, you know, say jacking up threes and missing them all day and don't know what to do after that. He has to be exceptional to, to for them to have a chance because Milwaukee is coming for blood, yo. And Giannis, he is emerging as, like, the beast in the East right now. So I, I still think that... Um, I still think that I think that Milwaukee can win this series, and I think that's gonna be interesting if Milwaukee goes to the NBA Finals. That's how you know the East is like so wide open. I said this months ago that the East is so wide open that like three or four teams, three teams at least, could come out of the Eastern Conference, and you would be like, oh, 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 okay, and it wouldn't be like a big shock. So yeah. Also, the um, the NBA draft lottery is today. They I know they changed the. Uh, change the odds and like how teams can have the chance of getting the number one pick beforehand it was like of course the team with the worst record had the most odds and all this other stuff but i think they changing it and a part of me like it but a part of me is gonna i got a feeling we're gonna we're gonna be in for some shocks man we're definitely gonna be in for some shocks i think um i think it was what cleveland phoenix uh was it new york chicago atlanta Somewhere around that order was like the top five uh, predicted to have, you know what I'm saying, in the, inside the top five. I'm, I'm almost certain like a couple of those, at least two of those teams are not going to be in the top five. Watch. I, I gotta, I, I'm trying to think like, it's going to be funny because I know Knicks fans were like doing all this Photoshopping with, you know, Zion and all this other stuff on their, uh, in their billboards and shit like that. Wouldn't it be funny though? Like just... Just for the sake of, of just sticking it to New Yorkers, because you know New York, New Yorkers sometimes they think they they run and own everything. So I I just think it's kind of funny to like kind of like laugh at them because they they just they just think everything is about them. And I believe it, the draft is in Chicago this year, so uh, I wonder how that raucous Chicago Bulls crowd is gonna act if the Bulls don't get you know what I'm saying a pick inside the top five. I got a feeling like a couple teams. I think it'll be karma for the Phoenix Suns who had the number one pick last year to get a pick and they end up with like the, the eighth pick or some shit like that. That'd be funny. I think that uh, if I had my pick, uh, who I think would get the first pick, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say, mm, I'm not saying, it's definitely not gonna be the Knicks. Uh, Knicks probably be in the top three. that will be the best for them. I'm, it ain't gonna be the Bulls. The Bulls, the Bulls, I think, had the number seven pick like two years in a row. They'll probably end up like number, they'll probably end up like number four or number, number four or five or something like that. I want to say Cleveland, yo, because they, they always get lucky and had that, that number one pick. But that was because they had, uh, what's his name? Uh, what's that, what's that damn, uh, what's that damn GM? I think he with the Pelicans now. I forgot what his name was that quick, man. Whatever. Oh, Griffin, Griffin, Griffin. That's a dude that when they when Cleveland like kind of like let him walk, LeBron was pissed and LeBron was done with Cleveland after that. But um, he's with New Orleans. New Orleans probably going. I don't think New Orleans going to end up with the number one pick. They odds are kind of high, but like I said, who knows with the with the um, with the way these odds are, man. You might see a team that you don't expect to be in the top three to end up in the top three. Like uh, like Memphis might might get in there. Uh, Atlanta, I think Atlanta might have a good shot at getting in there because I think they got two picks in the lottery so imagine atlanta you know ended up with the first in the 
the first and the sixth or the first and the fourth pick or some shit like that. So who knows, man? We'll that that's always interesting to see. And that's uh the the draft. The NBA draft is probably like my most like my most tweet heavy day of of the year is the NBA draft. That's the only time I'm on Twitter like for like hours at a time, like nonstop. Like I'm not gonna stop tweeting like every pick I'm I got something to say for the most part. Um let, what else happened in the sports? You got yeah, Canelo. I remember Canelo versus Daniel Jacobs. Canelo ended up winning that fight. Uh, he ended up winning that fight. It was an okay fight. Canelo kind of outclassed the dude. Um, Anderson Silva, man. This hurts, bro. Anderson Silva, man. It, it, it's time, yo. It's time. This is one of the, the cases where father time is always undefeated. You ain't going to beat him. You know what I mean? What's the name? Uh... What's the what's the dude that was that was the heavyweight in the MMA? Uh shit. Uh man, his name is at the tip of my tongue, man. Ah uh, man, I can't remember his name. The white dude, the bald head dude. He was like in the expendables too. Uh his name gonna pop in my head and I'm just gonna blurt it out out of nowhere. Fuck, fuck is his name, bro. But I know he fought into his forties. That that much I know. And um anyways, he fought into his forties. And you know, this is one of them things, man. Any type of uh, physically like demanding sport, like boxing and MMA, like when your body telling you, man, that you slowing down, it's time to you either a pick lesser opponents or b just sit it down, man, because your long term health is at jeopardy at this point. I mean, look at the, some of the greats, man. Like boxing is my sport. I'm a huge boxing fan, man. A student of the game. Used to get in the ring and do my thing too. I mean, um. And uh, let's see, Muhammad Ali, prime example. Muhammad Ali was one. Um, George Foreman kind of did it, but he, you know, once he felt he was getting touched up a little too much when he got older and he had came back and got older, he he sat down. He was like, "All right, cool. I'm about to I'm about to fall back. I'm a, I'm gonna cop me a squat and and I'm gonna make these grills. I'm gonna advertise these grills right here and get my money." And he made more money with the Foreman grills than he ever did in the ring. So that's that's a plan right there. Have a plan, yo. Get that money, cash out while you're young. You know what I'm saying? Invest your money in some smart shit. Have smart people around you, um, and all that, man. Hopefully, you know Anderson Silva ain't like like hungry for money. I, I really pray that that ain't the case. Um, even like Mike, take like Mike Tyson. You know what I mean, he kept fighting not because he loved boxing. He fought way past his prime. You know because he needed money. You know what I mean? He needed money. He had the wrong people around him. He got ripped off. And he was fighting to, you know, to, to pay his bills, man, basically, and survive and stay out of jail and shit. So, yeah, I think that um, when you fighting any, like, fighting type of sport, man, you, you got to know when it's time. For Anderson Silva, it's sad to see him see him going out like that because he's one of my favorites ever in MMA. And I'm not even a huge MMA fan like that, but I, I used to watch it before it got super popular. Like, I used to watch that shit in, like, the early 2000s. I mean, like... I remember uh, was Frank Shamrock, Ken Shamrock. You know, I remember uh, back in like the '90s, Hoist Gracie. Uh, what's the dude? The big dude named Mark uh, Coleman. I remember him. I remember like I remember a lot of people, man. Anderson Silva. I mean, Chuck Iceman, Liddell, Tito Ortiz. Tito Ortiz was my man. Uh, he was he was crazy. Um, what's the other dude name? I remember the big dude used to fight over there in like K1. Big uh, Bob Sapp. He was just a big ass, just a big ass bear. He had like no technique. He was just big as hell. All right, uh, I'm gonna get into the gaming real quick. Uh, 
let's get into the game and mk11 mortal kombat 11 is out and although i although i don't do fighting game reviews and stuff like that i do play some of them um like let's see like i do play some fighting games and i'll, I'll get into which ones i play the most uh later because it i had a question asked uh kind of like referring to that now i want to say the same thing twice um but i do like the ones i play the most i like the most i typically get when they come out uh for for mortal kombat 11 i thought the story was okay it did have some holes to them I'm, I'm not gonna really touch too much on them like some of the characters like some of the characters i play with the most on the game was a uh, is a uh, right now scarlet uh noob saibot and uh shao khan like i still determined to learn how to like trigger some some dope shit with shao khan even though i i feel and i keep hearing that he's like a lower tier uh character on the game but i'll figure it out um i'm still a work in park a progress seeing that i don't really have the time to put into learning like strings and mechanics and frame data and all that other shit you fgc nerds be be uh knowing all about i'm just playing man <laughs> i'm just playing um the crypt like i'll get into some of the things like, like i like uh and don't like well i'll say the crypt i think the crypt is dope it's a lot going on over there it's like you got it's almost like a game within itself don't think about that you have to like there's certain things you have to do in uh certain modes of the game to get certain things to get access to certain areas and all this other stuff it takes up a lot of uh a whole lot of uh what's the, uh coins with a k to to do this stuff um i think i got the you know the, the like the basic stuff i got to like the shang song when you put like all the heads you know say the severed heads on that little the little wall or whatever I got to that part. That's like the furthest I've gotten. I know it's other stuff that you could do on there, but like I said before, I'm not playing it nearly as much. Um, practice and tutorial is really good, yo. It is really, really good, man. It, it definitely helps you if you put the time into learning. Like it, it pretty much helps you with everything you need to know. So I do give them kudos for that. Uh, the Towers of Time, uh, I, it's parts I like about it and parts I don't. I think some of the stuff they give you is not really worth all the all the shit you have to deal with to, to to beat it and whatnot so in that sense like if it's something for like your favorite character like a, a skin or like some gear or something oh let me go back with the crypt this um they got shit on there man where you can only get from the crypt like uh like certain like fatalities now I know a lot of people remember like uh, when they first well yeah even like I want to say when they first introduced it because I think when they first introduced the crypt it was a uh, deadly alliance but I'll go back it's like uh, Mortal Kombat like nine for like the 360 and the PS3 or whatever when you did the uh, fatality practice and you triggered like that second fatality or whatever a, a fatality that you haven't unlocked I know it definitely was in uh, was in Mortal Kombat X so I'll use that one. As an, as an example, just in case I'm wrong about a uh, nine, but I know for a fact in Mortal Kombat X, if you triggered the the, the second fatality in the uh, pra practice, it'll unlock it and it'll tell you like fatality unlocked and it, it'll unlock it for you for the rest of the game. In this one, no, you, if you know it, you better know it because it's definitely not gonna show what that fatality is and all that other shit, man. You just have, you have to find it somewhere along the crypt and it's randomized like before in the previous games you go on youtube like i did some somebody knew where everything was that you wanted and you needed like go to d9 da, 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 da. 
You know what I'm saying? They got coordinates on there and shit. Like, but none of that matters because everything is RNG on there. It's all RNG. So if we go to the exact same spot at the exact same time, open up the exact same chest, we gonna get two completely different things. And that's the one of the things I don't like, but I know what they're trying to do. They trying to get the, you know, they trying to get their playtime in and, and, you know, they got some low key, some little microtransactions in the game, but it ain't necessary that you get them. It's just, it kind of helps expand and further the process of, of doing things. I'm not doing that shit. I ain't got no money to be giving nobody right now. Uh, Towers of Time, like I was talking about, it's, it's cool, but like I said before, it's just a lot of shit that, it's a lot of shit that I just don't have time to be, you know what I'm saying, grinding for, man. It don't. It's like hazards and shit in the game. Like, you got like the poison and shit. You have to have these consumables and stuff. And if you don't have the right consumable, you're going to die from the poison or the spikes and other shit that pops up on you while you fighting these characters. And then they had shit before they did that patch. That shit was unplayable. I tried it once. I was like, nah, I'm good, B. This ain't, this ain't, this ain't it, chief. So I was cool. The combo system is... I'm just not a big fan of the dollar comp dollar combo shit with that game. Like with that and injustice, it's like you pushing the shit and then you just waiting to see if it inputs for the most part. And a lot of times I'm, I'm like three buttons ahead of what the game actually does. So I'm waiting to see if this shit triggers. And then when it doesn't, you getting your ass beat. So that's the one thing I, I say combo system can be good when it works in your favor, but if you don't know them strings like you have to know these combos you can't go out there and play mortal kombat 11 like you did mortal kombat 2 you know what i mean you just can't you can't play like you played you know what I'm saying mortal kombat you know what I'm saying uh deadly alliance or armageddon or whatever other game you got to play that shit like it is x and the other games where it's combo heavy like you have to do them timing moves and, and shit like that oh god the worst part fatal blow bruh that shit is such a bailout that you could be beating the shit out of somebody and you give them one itsy bits of fucking room. They hurry up and trigger that shit and it's so quick, like pow, bum bum. And they hit you with that shit. If your energy is down within that range where you could, man, they will kill you. They will beat you in that round. Like you basically lost that round. I mean, so it's, it's just, I don't like that. I think it takes up too much energy. A lot of people say, oh, well, the x-ray was bad. Yeah, but the x-ray, it was a penalty. Like if you, you you stacked all your your meter, your meter was gone. Like it was gone, and you had to work your ass off to get that back, which you probably weren't wasn't gonna get anymore that round. You might have got one bar of meter left, but this here, and I've seen people get have it twice, and I played the the you know saying the towers and stuff, and I had you know saying the AI have it twice on me before, and I'm like, come on, son, you're supposed to get it once. So yeah, it's that that right there is kind of bad. Overall, if I, if I had to give it a score, I still think the game looks really good. It plays good, you know what I'm saying? Um, I think the characters, the amount of characters that they have in the game, I think that's always great. I think Street Fighter V just ruined everything as far as like being greedy and coming out with like, only coming out with like 10, 11, 12 characters at the most. And then like three times a year, they, they bring two or three characters in like and most of the time it's people no one cares about so i, I don't know I, I just i think that they do that good and they did have like an update when shit was hard for everybody in the towers and some stuff some glitches was going on in the game they gave they gave everybody uh 500 000 coins and 
hearts and all this other stuff to you know to go through the crib and try to unlock stuff with so that's that's always a cool you know saying a cool thing from uh the people over there at uh nether realm so i'm gonna give it an eight out of ten though eight out of ten for for the game if i had to give it a score all right uh the movie section since the last time i did this uh podcast we had uh we had endgame endgame came out the avengers endgame came out and i thought it was pretty good spoilers are definitely off the table at this point man because if you haven't seen that game i mean in game by now sucks for you i mean it 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 did you really plan on seeing it if you haven't seen it by now if you listen to this podcast you're like, oh god you spoiled it no you just you just never wanted to see it in the first place you just feel like bitching about something at this point but for those of you who did see it um I don't know really where to start because I'm like I said I'm not about to go through this. If y'all want to hear like a full length movie review, watch that video on the uh, Gaming Illuminati channel. They talked about it, got in depth about it. I'll just say uh, some of the things. I'll just talk about a couple of things that I liked that were the most noticeable. Um, I did like sometimes the pacing of the movie. It was three hours. It was close to three hours long. I think it was like when I timed it, it was like maybe two hours and like fifty two minutes, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so, and it felt every bit of a three hour movie. I'm not going to lie, but it didn't feel like, oh my God, I've been here for almost three hours. What the fuck? That ain't, that ain't what it felt like. It, it just felt like I was watching some stuff and I was just trying to, I was waiting for the turn. You know what I'm saying? That's what it was. So I liked the, um, couple of little twists that they, they put in there. Um, I like the, um, I like what they did with with thor although it seemed kind of corny and shit like that i like what they did with thor it gave a little backstory on thor and thor didn't just seem like such a a tough ass all the time like we had no concerns you could tell like he was bothered by shit the fact that they lost last time and all of that so and i did like of course thanos man he's just a badass bro (laughs) like that dude he comes out and he talks that shit and he makes you not like it's almost like how could you hate this dude man he talks that shit and then you believe that what he's saying is right like damn maybe we wrong yeah you know what i mean so uh what i didn't like uh the biggest part i didn't like in the movie was the hulk i thought the last two movies the hulk was non-existent yo he was a non-factor bro it's like come on son like this is the hulk the hulk should have gotten his revenge you know what i'm saying on thanos for that beat down he caught you know what i mean in, in infinity war but instead nah he was just you know when they they fast forwarded five years later or whatever he was he basically was damn near professor hulk and y'all gotta read the comics on that but i don't think that's what they did but he was just like in hulk form but he was you know banner just talking normal and all that. i i didn't get that shit um i think uh mcu they dumbed down so many of the heroes that it's crazy um I would like to see, I would love to see some new characters in the MCU because I'm kind of tired of seeing like the Avengers and and that's just pretty much it. Um, I would love to see uh, an X-Men recast. I know they, they doing the whole thing where they gonna put them all in there together. That would be great. Um, we need to see an X-Men recast. We need to see Adam Warlock, which if I'm not mistaken, didn't they kind of like hint towards Adam Warlock um, in one of those Guardian of the Galaxy movies? I ain't gonna lie, I only seen one of them. I'm just not a fan of Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy for some reason. I'm just not a fan of them. Uh, Adam Warlock, yo. Like a lot of people don't know this, but he donned the Infinity Gauntlet at one point. 
he donned the Infinity Gauntlet. Um, Silver Surfer, we need to see that done right. Uh, Black Bolt, Black Bolt, a uh, dude that you know he has to stay quiet because if he does so much as whisper, he can kind of like fuck everything up because his voice is that powerful and strong. Uh, Moon Knight, Moon Knight, bruh. Who doesn't want to see the people call him the uh, Marvel's version of, of Batman or whatever? He's a, a schizophrenic, uh, split personality, just you know, crazy ass rich dude that got these gadgets and, and enhanced abilities and shit. That's just to name a few, man. I, I, I definitely would want to see that. Um, they did hint towards uh, Na uh, Namor being in one of the next Marvel movies, probably Black Panther 2. Uh, and we all know that because they said something to the degree of, uh, you know, the, the water is uh, ocean is shaking or moving or something like that. So, I mean, a lot of people don't know this, but Namor is, you know, what I'm saying he's people say, oh, he's a copycat of Aquaman, where it's actually the opposite. Namor is like one of the very first mutants, you know, what I'm saying one of the first Marvel characters to be exact. Um, and we know that Namor hates surface dwellers, which what he call them. I, I, I found that out on uh, playing Marvel Ultimate Alliance. He called them surface surface dwellers. That's what he called them. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that'll be cool to see Namor because he was always on one side one minute, the next side the next minute. You know, you never knew which way Namor was coming from. And he has a sister named Namorita who was always the voice of reason between them. So we'll see how that, that, how that works out. I, I think that would be cool because, you know, Black Panther's definitely going to need a, you know, a, an antagonist for the second movie and i don't i don't really recall too many black panther uh no enemies other than killmonger so and claw ulysses claw um and both of them dead so um if i had to get a movie a score i'm gonna give it an eight out of ten i didn't think it was i didn't think it was as good as infinity war and i didn't think infinity war was all that great the first time i watched it either i had to watch it like the second time to really like get more out of it so yeah all right for the music for the music thing um i don't think really music wise i, I really been checked i checked out since the last time with schoolboy q uh crash talk and i thought it was okay and um also uh i was trying to get a hold of this uh what's that damn battle cassidy and goods but i i have yet to see it it just had not come across my lap yet so I, I wanted to talk about that actually me and jg was supposed to talk about that on enlightened sounds so if it does come across next time we do that just make sure y'all check us out over there um so yeah i thought the crash talk album was okay i didn't think it was great but it wasn't nowhere near bad either i thought it was cool i'm a fan of schoolboy q so maybe i'm a little biased some people probably didn't think it was that hot i thought it was good i just didn't think it was great uh some of the Twitter, I'm gonna go to the Twitter questions and then I'll go to the voice questions. Uh, my boy, AB Smooth, he asked um, if you could be in any studio session for any, for like any album, which would it be and why? Hmm. Uh, a studio session for any album. I mean, I wouldn't say anything like present day because I just don't be checking for, for present day shit like that. It's like when it comes out, I'd be like, okay, well, I'll check it out. But to me, it would have to be like some of my favorite like albums. Like if I, I would I would have liked to have been a fly on the wall or sitting in the studio when uh when when Biggie made uh, Life After Death, I would have liked to you know see that creative process. Of course, Illmatic. You know what I'm saying? Even though I was you know I was a young boy when that sh all that shit came out, but uh, 
Illmatic, um, Wu Tang Forever, the double, the double joint, uh, Lauren Hills, um, the miseducation of Lauren Hill. I would have loved to sit in and listen to that. Um, Diary of a Mad Band by Jodeci. I would have loved to like sit in on old sessions, having you know the way that Devontae you know arranges everything and all that shit. How hands on he is. Uh, it was a, it was something that Timbaland was a part of that. I, I thought uh, I can't think of now. Uh, probably um, uh, that's just to name a few. I, I can't really like if it ain't like on top of my head, and I gotta really really think. Then I don't want to like start reaching for shit. So, but those just to name a few. Um, oh yeah, pro uh, probably uh, Kendrick Lamar uh, damn album. I would I would have liked to sit in and, 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 and like be a part you know be a part of that and see how that came about because I'm a fan like like I said before I am a fan. And, and I don't mind telling people I'm a fan. I don't, you know, just sit and pretend like, oh yeah, I, nah, I'm I'm a fan. So, uh, Soul Rung wants to know uh, favorite fighting games of all time, except for fight, excluding Fight Night, and what sports games you wish would come back after the Street Series. First off, uh, I gotta correct you here, my man. Uh, fight Night it's not a fighting game it's a sport game because boxing is actually a sport i know a lot of people get that confused and say uh you know that's a fighting game no because it starts with fight don't mean it's a, you know it's a fighting game like um it's a sport you know just like mma is technically a sport i, I that's just what it is uh it's, it's definitely it's definitely a sport so i wouldn't I, I can't throw that in there uh sports games my oh well, fighting games. My favorite fighting games of all time. Uh, I'll just name a few. Starting off thinking, what's the one that, that held me to you know held me down for all these years? Street Fighter Two, without question. Street Fighter Two, uh, Tekken Three, uh, Mortal Kombat Two. That was one of my favorites. What else did I used to? Right. I mean, if I had to name three, those pro will probably be it because those are the ones I played the most. Um, those those are the ones I played the most, so I'll just stick with those three because those are the ones I played the most. I can't really think of any others right now. I played Mortal Kombat X. I played Mortal Kombat 9. I played that a lot, actually. And Street Fighter 4 would be in there as well because I played that a lot. I did play that a lot. I used to be online whooping people's ass on that game with Sagat. Uh, sports game I wish that would come back after the Street Series. Uh, I mean, I would like to see another NBA Street game if that's what you what you asking. NBA Street was cool. NFL Street was cool. Um, FIFA Street was even cool. I never played FIFA Street though, but it, it looked pretty cool. Um, I would like to see. Uh, oh yeah, fighting games. I forgot. How could I fucking forget? Uh, Dev Jam Fight for New York. That's that's another one of my favorites. And uh, Mortal Mortal uh, Marvel versus Capcom too. Damn, I almost forgot about that shit, bro. I almost forget about that. And I didn't want to name a bunch of Street Fighter games because I would have said uh, Street Fighter, uh, what was that, Alpha? One of those Alpha games, EX or whatever. I just don't want to name a bunch of Street Fighter games because that, that's the fighting game series, my go-to fighting game series if I play anything. And like I said, Tekken 3 to me was the best Tekken. It was the, the best uh, mechanically and well-rounded Tekken game. That was before everybody got super cheesy and a lot of the dumb shit went on. Tekken, like I don't have a problem with Tekken now. I still, I got actually got Tekken with a seven. I got that shit. So, and I play it, you know what I'm saying, on occasion when, when people actually want to play it. I'm just not the greatest at it. I'm just Paul Phoenix. I'm going to catch you slipping. I'm going to rocket punch your ass. I'm just going to donkey. I mean, not donkey punch, uh, kangaroo punch your ass. But 
yeah that's pretty much it uh uh, like back to the sports games, uh, like I said before, NBA Street. I thought I thought Street Hoops was uh, was underrated on the PS2. It just you know it just didn't look all that great, but it was still a cool concept and it was it was cool. Uh, I would like to see, of course, sports fight night. I want to see another boxing game, yo. I, I do like I. I, I we need to get back on that shit on this Xbox on this Xbox One. Like we had fun when we were playing that shit. You know what I mean? But um I would like to see another boxing game. That would be my first choice without question. Uh I know a lot of people were like I I would want to see another college basketball game. I mean, cuz I love the NCAA tournament. I think that's the greatest thing in sports. Like, I I would love to see that. I know a lot of people want to see another college football game. I'm not a fan of college football, so I won't name it personally, but I just don't play football games like that anymore. They're just not that fun. But I mean, to me, the my, one of my favorite games of uh, last gen was, you know, saying uh, 2K8 college hoops, 2K8 with Greg Oden on the cover. So, yeah, that's pretty much that. Uh, damn, what was buddy name? Uh, let's see. All right, I'm gonna go to the, I'm gonna go to the voice questions real quick, and uh. Here we go, y'all. What's up? I don't know if you mentioned it before, because I just started listening to the podcast, but uh, do you like anime? And if so, what's the latest stuff you've watched? All right. Just by some chance, y'all didn't hear what he asked like that. He wanted to know what's uh, my... And he didn't really have a... He didn't leave a name either, so... <laughs> um, He wants to know what's my favorite anime. I'm not a big anime fan. And first of all, man, appreciate you checking checking it out, man. You said you were new. I, I greatly appreciate you I said, taking the time to listen to, to what I got to say. Because who wants to listen to what I got to say? <laughs> Let me stop. But my favorite anime without question, the first one that comes to mind is Ninja Scroll. It wasn't the first one I've watched, but it it's my favorite and I'm not a big anime fan like real shit I don't like people that know me know I do not really I do not watch anime at all I've just never been a big fan I watched Akira as a kid before like before this shit was even considered like anime and it was like this trendy hip thing to watch and all that other shit it was just in the United States we just called them cartoons when I was a kid I mean I watched like people stuff that's deemed anime we didn't call it anime back then. It was like Voltron. I watched the shit out of Voltron as a kid. That was my shit. Voltron. Um, what else? Silverhawks. Uh, what else would be considered an anime? Uh, hell, even Speed Racer. Speed Racer. Now, that shit came out back in like the 60s. You know what I'm saying? But Speed Racer, we used to watch that shit. You know what I'm saying? Back when, uh, you know, back in the day when that shit would, would come on like on reruns and shit on Cartoon Network or whatever. Uh... It's some other shit that I'm just I'm just not remembering right now, but stuff like that. That's the stuff that I watched as a kid, and people, you know, people classified that as technically anime. I don't know if they considered Thundercats anime. I thought that was a United States uh, cartoon, but that was that was the shit. Like I said, uh, what did I name? Silverhawks. Voltron was definitely one of my favorites. But like I said, if I had to name my favorite anime without question, is Ninja Scroll. And I've been watching. Uh, most recently, I watched uh, Darling and the Franks. And I kept telling uh, Black that I was going to get back into watching that shit. So I'll start back into watching it. Because I had, like, I think maybe, like, four more episodes to watch 
uh, for that first season or whatever. So I think I got to like episode like 11 or 12 or some shit like that before I stopped. Me, him, and Steve was uh, doing reviews on that shit and everything. Everybody was shocked. Like, I can't believe this dude is, wa is watching anime. Alright, so I'm going to go to the next question. And this is from uh, Reese. Hey, what's going on, Flock? First off, I want to say big fan of the podcast and the OGI movement. And uh, my question was, because uh, I know you stated before that you produce music and stuff like that. So uh, I wanted to know, like, what was some of your inspirations uh, what shapes your sound? What was uh, what some of the equipment you use or tools? And um, you know, as someone who wants to, to become a producer one day, uh, what are some tips to follow? And um, yeah. And um, yeah. <laughs> First off, good question, my man. That's that was a really good question. Um, very good question. Production inspiration. Um, let me start off by he said some of the stuff that I used. What did I use? Um, it's, it's, it's so much different stuff now that's out that, that makes life easier for you. Not saying that, oh, oh, oh back in my day. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is uh, what, what I used may be different than what you may use. That's what I'm saying. Um, I, I used uh, starting out, if I'm not mistaken, my first first uh thing i used was probably if i'm not mistaken the mpc 1000 i used the mpc 1000 i had a uh a rolling juno g keyboard you know what i'm saying it had a bunch of sounds in it and shit like that because i couldn't afford a, like a, a like a midi keyboard with with the uh with the rack uh sound module shit that's what i always wanted but i couldn't afford that shit so and those things were hella expensive like you would go to guitar center i bought got that shit from guitar center I mean, whatnot. I mean, uh, actually, it bought my first NPC because I've had like three different, three different, um, three different machines. The first one was the NPC 1000 I bought from somebody who was uh doing like music, you know, what I'm saying for uh for like films, and he did shit. And his, he was like, "Yo, my brother got an NPC. He made beats, but he don't use it no more." I, I bet. And I couldn't tell you how much I paid for it, but it was definitely less than what I what I would have paid for it at Guitar Center. Uh, but I bought the Roland Juno G, which to me, I still think is a really good um, keyboard to this day. Um, I bought that and that shit was like, this shit is pricey. It's expensive as hell. Like if you want to get into music production, you better be in in it to win it because that, that shit, that money that you're going to be spending, you better make that shit back. Because I had that. And then of course I had to have my turntables because if you don't know how to play play music and shit like that you you gonna be stuck sampling so and that was always my style and i'll get into that later when you hear my my inspirations and shit like that because then of course you know you had to have your uh your studio monitors so you can hear the sound of what you're doing coming out so and then you had to have your little workstation or whatever me i had my shit on a big ass fucking big ass table there used to be a kitchen table <laughs> You know what I'm saying? There used to be a kitchen table. Like when I first started, I just had my little space and that shit would be on the floor with me, bro. Like that's that's what I used to do. I had that NBC 1000. If you've seen the NBC 1000, it ain't that big. I mean, it's about the it's about the size of a a, a, a personal a personal pan pizza box. Like <laughs> for real. Like if you get you one of them them uh, Reggio's or uh, uh, home run in pieces or whatever you know what i'm saying a box it like that is like the size of one of those those it's probably like a small one but 
it's, it's expensive. It's definitely expensive to get into. So save your coin. You know what I'm saying? If you do like me, buy a little bit at a time. You know what I mean? I, I made sure like I had my shit. Like I, I always like having standalone shit because I could take it wherever with me. And just as long as I had it plugged up or whatever to something, I could I could do what I wanted to do and like go back and edit shit later. But um, then as, as, as time went on and I got a little more advanced, I had uh, I ended up getting the, the machine. I got the machine uh, and I'm not gonna lie. I didn't like it. So I ended up taking it back because I didn't like it. I just didn't like, you know, saying just. It, it, you had to have too much other things because with the NPC like Akai, they shit is made for you sampling and stuff like that. And with the machine, you have to buy like this interface and all this other shit to, to reroute shit in order to be able to do that and hook up your turntable to it. And I didn't like that because it, it clashed with my style of music, my style of uh, production. Um, also, um, and up until present day. I haven't, I even haven't used this thing in a while, like in a long while. I still, you know, I have my studio monitors. I have my, what you call it. And like, I have, uh, also with the machine, you had to have it, you know, plug, you know, had to have it in your own uh, plug to your computer because the, um, the, what you call it was, uh, the interface and shit, you know, it was on the screen on your computer screen. So that's pretty much what it was. And also when I used to use that as an NPC 1000, I used, um, I use what the fuck was that program? Was it? Oh shit! Was it acid? Uh, what the fuck was it? Reason? It was reason. It was reason. Reason. I used to use reason, and I dabbled in Fruity Loops at one point too. When I first, before I even bought anything, I dabbled in Fruity Loops because I heard Ninth Wonder use Fruity Loops, so I was like, I'm gonna use Fruity Loops. But present day, I have the NPC Renaissance, and um. I have like a MIDI keyboard and all this other stuff and, and whatnot, but I hardly use it, hardly ever. You know what I'm saying? Still, like, if I do, it's still off the, you know what I'm saying? I buy records, I go to the record store and, you know, I find shit, go crate digging, I find some shit, chop that shit, you know what I'm saying? Piece that shit up and put it out. But I just haven't had the time or the drive to do it anymore. So just take that under consideration. <clears throat> take that in consideration that it's a process, man. It's, it's an expensive process to get into as well because it's an expensive hobby so if you just want to do it for hobby sake don't be in no rush to get everything get it piece by piece but if you're trying to go in and go full-fledged at it do your homework all that shit man like learn you know learn the ins and outs of it so um production inspiration though um you got to throw the og quincy jones in there because you know what he did for a lot of people uh like michael jackson and other people as well um of course uh my for my my genre and stuff like that r.i.p to the late great jay dilla uh goes without question uh dj premier uh dr dre ninth wonder who's my favorite producer you know what I'm saying right now uh pete rock uh, timbaland neptunes lord finesse i feel who never gets the credit he deserves as a producer he was a he was a nice rapper and shit but he's actually a very good producer as well uh new jobbies i mean if y'all never heard of new jobbies yo i mean if you watch adult swim and shit like that then you heard of new jobbies you just didn't know it was them uh crisis who's also with the soul council uh havoc from mob deep i think he he goes under the radar a little too much he made some some killer beats for some people that some of your favorites q-tip from a tribe called quest and i can't forget kanye kanye's production you know what i'm saying it's like off the charts at times too 
So that's just to name a few. Like I keep going saying Swiss beats or this person. I'll be all day. So, but yeah, that's, you know, hopefully that, that answered your question. Appreciate the uh, question. That was actually a really good question. Um, got a random, random topic, man. Shit just popped in my head. Um, last video that I uploaded on the GI channel, um, which was like a snippet of the last podcast. Someone made a comment. Uh, cause I guess I had, I had NBA live, um, playing in the background or whatever. It was just some shit that I had on my hard drive and I wasn't going to ever do anything with. So I just uploaded it with, you know what I'm saying? Behind the, the audio. Um, he said like, he made the comment, like niggas still play live and he had like the laugh and shit. And you know, and I, and I'm just looking, I'm just like, my response was this. <laughs> Look, if yo, if that's all you took of that shit that I said, all that shit I had to say, which I thought was some really like valuable advice and, and, and just some, you know, talking about my experience and shit. If that's all you took from that, just to, you know, make it funny, you know what I'm saying? Then that says a lot more about you than it does people that still play live that you, you, you know, you live like, I don't, I don't see nothing wrong with people. You know, if people want to play NBA live, let them play NBA live. I mean, let them dudes play NBA live just because we didn't like it. Like myself and you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. I'll play it on occasion. Don't get me wrong. I haven't played it in about a month though, but I have it on Xbox one. I just don't really play it that much. I just don't have a desire to play it, but I don't you know what I'm saying. Go out my way to trash it. It's like when we said what we said about that game, um, when we came back from E3 and EA playing all that shit and people said that we weren't there and all this other shit. And I said, I like get that game for three months. I said, when that game comes out, I guarantee you by Christmas, it'll be $10. And I was right. And I wasn't saying it to be mean, but I could tell it was a lot of shit that wasn't in that game when we were, we're led to believe it would be we asked when we had competitive 5v5 uh oh uh, well we can't really talk about that right now when you hear that bro if that's some new feature that you got coming you best believe they gonna throw that shit out there just like when 16 came out and they put that pro-am shit out there and, and made it like it was pro they threw that show that shit down everybody's throat they couldn't wait to announce it so I, we don't go out our way to trash shit bro like that that's i know that seemed like the cool thing to do because you probably a 2k nigga or whatever and that's that's what you dudes do y'all you know that's what y'all do and just like how nba live these nba live weirdos you know saying like anytime you say something about live they compare it to 2k well at least you don't have to you don't have to buy vc to do it like that's that's what they do man like them dudes are weird bro like y'all y'all can't be y'all can't don't be that guy bro don't be that guy like if Regard, I could have put me playing fucking poker on, in the background, bro. It don't matter. It, it's just filler, bro. It's just a visual. And in those type of videos, it's just me talking. You hearing what I have to say, and you just have something moving in the background. Cause Lord knows, a lot of y'all have the attention span of a of a fucking fruit fly. So, alright. One of the, one of the last questions. Um. Oh, hold on. Let me let me get on this. Like, it, this this kind of like um. Uh, I got asked this, um, why did, why did you leave? Why did you kind of like fall off of YouTube flock? Like people were like, yo, why you leave YouTube long, man? I, I like your videos and, and I like the shit. I got asked that a bunch of times. Like people asked me on Twitch. People asked me like comment on old videos and shit. Like, yo, we need you to come back. We need you to, I'm just like, bro, YouTube is just not what it used to be. It's not fun anymore. It's too much like a job. That you, it's too much like an internship. That's what, that's what YouTube feels like. It feels like you working just to be working to say you got the experience and like after like five years or so 
of doing YouTube five, six years of doing YouTube, you don't feel like your shit is doing what it is. And I mainly partially on myself because the community that I stuck myself into, I uh, kind of like, you know, it's like I'm pigeonholing, you know, and doing 2K shit. Because if I if I step aside and I do, say I play, I play MLB The Show 19 a lot. Say I want to upload me playing Sniper Elite. Say I want to show me playing Mortal Kombat. People are not going to want to fuck with that because the people that subscribe to me, they want to see me, you know what I'm saying? They want to see me talk about what's coming out. They want to see me talk about what's the best build for this. You know what I'm saying? What's that? What's that? And I've been tempted to do them this shit, but I just didn't do them, yo. I just got to the point where the shit was too much like a job that I wasn't getting paid for. You know what I mean? And don't get me wrong. I do get money off of YouTube. It ain't what, you know what I'm saying, some other people get, but trust me, it it, it, it does a little, it does a little, little, little bit. I mean, it's, it's enough to buy me a game at the month. I will say that like, if I want to buy a game, I'd be like, oh shit, the little YouTube money came. I'll just use that. I mean, so, but, um, it just ain't what it used to be. And the communities that that's out there, man, it's just, it's just turned into like the wild, wild west, bro. It's like, it's so much cloud chasing and so much like stupid shit. Like it used to be about how good you were at the game and what your personality was. Now it's about who, you know, you know what I'm saying? Who asked you kissing? You know what I'm saying? And shit like that, bro. I just, I ain't with that, bro. Who, who, who clout you trying to chase and that drama and all that. I ain't with that shit, bro. I'm too old for that shit, bro. That shit. I just learned that that just ain't the game, my game to play no more. So I just put my focus into being on Twitch. So y'all go holler at me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash leader of the flock. Uh, yeah. Shameless plug. Y'all go over there and holler at me over there. If y'all want to dip into my personality, because I play what I want on, on my Twitch channel. And people, some people will come over there if I'm playing this. I never stream 2K. I never stream that game. I don't like streaming that game. I, I'm, I feel like I'm cursed. If I stream that game, bad things will happen. If any of us stream that game, bad things will happen. That's always how I feel. I don't stream 2K. I just don't. I'm not going to say I never will, but I just don't. And people come over there. We have a good time. We talk shit. People ask me questions that I answer in the podcast and all types of shit, and it's all well and good. So, um, like, like the comment section, like, uh, like comment section on say taking opinion based based videos, like say like like take for example the in game review that that the GI Squad did, and people was like, you know, all in their feelings because you no know, ethos didn't ethos didn't care for them. He thought the movie was like you know it was okay, but it wasn't great. And I just said the exact same thing. I didn't think it was great. It was a lot of holes. You know what I'm saying? It was a lot of shit. Like that time traveling shit, all of that. I felt like that shit was lazy. You know what I'm saying? But it was so much, so many other things that could have been done. Like, like when all the people came back, it was like they were back for like all of like three minutes, five minutes of screen time. It was like, okay. So it was like the, the crew that they had in the movie, I just wasn't like really feeling like that. I would have liked to see you know, Captain Marvel a little more. Cause I didn't go see Captain Marvel. I had no desire to, because I just, it's just not a character that I really want to get behind and see. Like I'll watch this. Shit. I wasn't paying to go see it, but I'll watch it when, you know, some shit come out, <laughs> you know, an alleged link come my way or something, you know, I'll, I'll check it out then, but I'm not in no rush. I wasn't in no rush to go see it, but like people were like, Oh, you know, he trying to do this. He trying too hard to be different. He tries like, or maybe it's just as a pain. It was people that was like calling them guys names and shit like that. It's like, bro, look, Look here, Smurf. It's okay to disagree. Like I come from, I come from an era where, where if you disagree with somebody, you tell them you respectfully disagree, and then you counter with why you disagree and tell them what you thought of it. 
and if y'all both can't come to a common like a common uh no a common you know saying point in that argument if you can't come to like a, a happy medium then you agree to disagree you go your way i go my way we still cool and that's that a lot of you niggas get on the internet bro and y'all want to call people out their name because they don't agree with what you agree with i can't tell you how many times i got called a hater because i told somebody that trinidad james wasn't gonna be around in five years when i said that shit in 2015 it's 2019 and where's that nigga at on a milk card on the hip-hop milk card right now right when i said fetty wap was trash what what is he doing now i said that you know what i'm saying i said a couple people i said man this dude this dude gonna be i said when uh i said i can't remember the dude name that's how unmemorable he is i forgot who he was i was like this dude gonna be working at the local kroger in atlanta in in three years when that 15 minutes of fame run that's like when i said some shit about the uh the old town road shit i said i wasn't a fan of the song i'm, I'm not a fan of country music I'm not gonna be make and be a fake fan because some black kid did, you know what I'm saying, did it. I'm not a fan of country music. I don't give a fuck who did it. You could train a chimpanzee to, to fucking perform country music, don't mean I'm gonna like it. You know what I mean? It, it's still gonna be, you know what I'm saying? Like you can put makeup on a pig, it's still a fucking pig, bro. And I don't eat pork. So I'm good on that shit. Fuck that. And if you got a problem with it, fuck you too, nigga. <laughs> people like you can't get mad because people don't share the same opinion as you man y'all that's a weirdo shit y'all niggas are weirdos bruh like who raised you niggas man like y'all swear y'all niggas were not raised by your parents man y'all let y'all niggas let world star and love and hip-hop raise y'all bruh you niggas are drama queens and be swearing they tough guys it's like 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 niggas that take take niggas that, that like that advertise they soundcloud and shit like that nigga, a random nigga followed me on twitter and then two days later this mar tried to uh he tried to dm me yo 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 fam yo big homie check this shit i'm like bro who the fuck are you you know what i'm saying who are you and that's why i keep my shit where it's like i have to accept it in order for you know in order for me to like you know for you to even know that i seen you dm me so your shit can be in limbo for like six months and not know that I did it. If I just looked at it, I'm like, I don't know who this nigga is and I ain't and I ain't respond to it or something. But and 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 you be like, and I tell me back, like, nah, I'm good, bruh. I'm like, first of all, who are you, bro? Like, you start following me two days ago to ask me. Cause when you see somebody when they got their SoundCloud link and, and shit like that, you know they want something. That's just what they do. That's just who they are. They want something. They want something. They need something. They have to have something from you. So I was like, nah, I'm good. This nigga comes back, man, fuck you, dude. Blah, 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 blah. No different than like YouTube niggas. Like somebody come in your shit and be like, yo, wh what you think of us collab and some shit like that? Yo, you think you can give me a shot? Like, nigga, I never seen you in the comment section of any of my videos. And the first thing you ask me is for a handout. Nigga, no, fuck you. Man, fuck you, nigga. That's why your that's why your channel dead anyway, nigga. That's why you I'm like, oh, but you my shit wasn't dead when you was asking me to the the fucking the fucking breastfeed you nigga like some of y'all niggas man y'all y'all niggas is grown as hell still on the tit bruh like some i swear man like some of y'all niggas need to get off the tit you niggas are breastfed babies gone bad bruh chill the milk's gone bad punk ass niggas bruh like y'all don't like to be told no like this is like if a female y'all yelling out 
yelling out the window, you know what I'm saying? Hey, girl, come here. She tell you no. Fuck you, bitch. You ugly anyway. Like, that's some cornball shit, bro. That's why that song Scrubs got made for shit for niggas like you. <laughs> Straight up. That shit is whack. Like, just take the L, my guy. Oh, my God. All right, man. I hate to leave shit on a rant note, but God damn. This is unfiltered facts, yo. Y'all know I don't hold shit back. So if you hear that music right now, you know what time it is. It is time for the end of this podcast show. I've been going for about an hour, almost about an hour now. Yes, 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 yes. So in closing, I want to say I thoroughly, wholeheartedly, humbly appreciate everybody that comes through and listen to this podcast. I truly do. Um, if you want to reach out to me and holler at me or see what I'm talking about on social media, um, my Twitch is twitch.tv slash leader of the flock. Um, YouTube is youtube.com slash leader of the flock. My Twitter is at flock2k. And my Instagram is flock.leader. I'm not a big Instagram guy. I'll post like, you know, sometimes if I'm at the gym, every now and again when I'm at the gym, or posting some shit with me, you know, cooking or some food that I picked up because I'm a big foodie. I'm a foodie. I love good food. So. And I just like to share good food with, with good people. So, but yeah, man, make sure y'all check out everybody in the game Illuminati as well. I know their adventures as well. Um, I need to get some water, y'all. I'm about to get out of here. I'm a little parched. Once again, man, shout out to everybody. Anchor, Spotify, wherever you listen to this on, man. Apple, rate this motherfucker five stars yet again. I'm Flock, and I'm out your ear, y'all. Peace.